Engaging conversation on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. Hello, friends. Father Frank Pavone here, National Director of Priests for Life. Welcome to Praying for America. And tonight we have got a very special guest for you. She is going to be the next governor of Arizona. If you watch Right Side Broadcasting Network regularly, you have seen her. You have seen her at various Trump rallies and other events. You have seen interviews. She is Carrie Lake, and we're going to be talking with her during this program. And I interviewed her just the other day, and uh, we will uh, let you in on that conversation. It was really encouraging, as, as it always is, to see her leadership, her America First leadership. Uh, and uh, we want to pray for all these elections. Her primary is coming up on um, August the uh, 2nd and uh, will, uh, of course, be one of uh, many, many important primaries going on now across this country. So we want to pray as we begin now with Scripture in our usual way. Uh, we want to pray for all these elections, all these candidates, and for all the voters that they will have wisdom and uh and that they will have enthusiasm, not only to vote, but to bring in others to vote as well. So I want to go to the book of the prophet Jonah, because there's a very beautiful prayer there in, um, in uh, chapter 2. It's his prayer from inside the belly of the whale. So this is a great prayer for deliverance. And we know that a key theme of this election is to save America. So I want to pray this prayer with that in mind, that the Lord will deliver us out of the attacks, the lies, the evil that is that is uh, threatening America. Those that are intent on uh, destroying this country and her values, her history, and her foundation. We want to pray for deliverance from all of that. So let's do so from the second chapter of Jonah, starting with verse 3. Out of my distress I called to the Lord, and he answered me. From the midst of the netherworld I cried for help, and you heard my voice. For you cast me into the deep, into the heart of the sea, and the flood enveloped me. All your breakers and your billows passed over me. Then I said, I am banished from your sight. Yet would I again look upon your holy temple. The waters swirled about me, threatening my life. The abyss enveloped me. Seaweed clung about my head. Down I went to the roots of the mountains. The bars of the netherworld were closing behind me forever. But you brought up my life from the pit, O Lord my God. When my soul fainted within me, I remembered the Lord. My prayer reached you in your holy temple. Those who worship vain idols forsake their source of mercy. But I, with resounding praise, will sacrifice to you what I have vowed I will pay. Deliverance is from the Lord. Let us pray. Lord, we ask for deliverance for America. We ask you, first of all, to free your people from any spiritual bondage that afflicts them. We ask you to free from spiritual bondage and darkness so many, Lord, who hold positions of political power and influence right now and really should not be where they are in terms of political power. 
Lord God, we ask you first that you deliver these people from the bondage of evil, and secondly, that you deliver them from public office through the votes of your people. Awaken your people, Lord God, to vote and to vote in a way that brings deliverance to America, deliverance from failed policies, from immoral policies, deliverance, Lord, to a transfer of power to people who will do what is right, do what is is informed by your word, not by a lust for power. Lord God, thank you. Deliver us from this culture of death. Bring us into the kingdom of life. Bring wisdom to all those who are responsible for making decisions, whether in legislatures or in courts. Bring us, Lord God, to the birth of true freedom. We ask this in the name of the one who sets us free with his truth, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. So Carrie Lake was uh, for a long time um, in the media as a uh, television journalist in uh, Arizona. And uh, if you're from Arizona, of course, you, uh, you may well know her in that capacity. And then she decided to uh, get into the political realm and uh, became a Trump Republican, as she describes herself, and got into the race for governor of Arizona. She is endorsed by President Trump and uh, has great, great support. We talked to her a little bit about her campaign. We talked to her about uh, some of the key issues that we face and the need for leadership in America. Let's listen now to my recent uh, conversation with Arizona gubernatorial candidate, Carrie Lake. Well, friends, as I told you, I am very, very happy today to welcome Carrie Lake, a candidate for governor of Arizona and somebody who is, uh, of course, well known in Arizona for her work in the media for many years. Carrie, you and I have been together on a number of occasions uh, where uh, where our uh, our great leader and friend, President Donald Trump, was present also. Uh, But it's so good to be with you here on this program. Thanks for taking the time. I am honored to be here, Father Frank, and I followed you for many years on Twitter. And so when I when I got to meet you backstage at one event or another, it's it's always just so special. So thank you for having me on. I am very excited about your candidacy. Uh, I know President Trump is as well, and many, many people are both in Arizona, but also, Carrie, I am sure you've experienced this in campaigning nationally, too. I mean, we've come to a point where it seems to me there's so much thirst for leadership in America that even when someone is running for a, 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 a statewide office, it, it becomes a national uh, a national event. It, it becomes a national cheerleading squad, if you will, because we want to see leadership and we see leadership in you. Tell us, first of all, how the experience is going in this gubernatorial race. It's really amazing. It's remarkable. I, I never expected it. Um, and and people are thirsting for leadership. They're thirsting for someone who gives them hope and will do the right thing. We've watched so many times where we've elected people and they let us down. And we saw in President Trump, a true leader. He did exactly what he said he was going to do. And we watched as he took on a barrage of attacks, unfair attacks, lies aimed at him to to try to destroy his presidency, to try to hurt him as a man, to try to hurt his family. And so we rooted for him and the America First movement. He brought forth policies that helped us. And we're seeing 
the stark reminder of what the bad dead-end policies of the left are, are doing to our country right now. And it is so stark. So we miss that leadership. We're going to bring it back to Arizona. I'm an America first candidate. I call myself a Trump Republican. And that just means that I'm going to put the people of this state first and our issues and our needs. So often we take on the issues of other countries. We take on uh, wars in other countries when we have so much that needs to be tackled here at home. And so we're going to put Arizona first. We're doing great in the polls. I announced when after I walked away from my very successful broadcasting career, I just didn't want to be part of a media that had gone completely off the skids and was pushing propaganda. I, I couldn't do that. I found it to be an immoral line of work and I walked away. And the people of Arizona recruited me to run for governor. And um, with the help of the people and, and leaning on God every step of the way in this movement we have, uh, we have surged in the polls. We're 20 points up above my nearest competitor, my nearest opponent. We just did a, a debate last night, Father Frank, an Arizona GOP debate, and none of the others would even show up. Now, usually it's the front runner who doesn't want to show up in those debates because they don't want to stumble or or drop in the polls. And the, right. the people who are losing want to show up and try to make their way. But nobody would show up to debate me. It was kind of sad. Isn't it sad? I did see a, a photo of, of you in the middle and the two empty uh empty podiums next to you. And uh, I said, you know, that that's a sign of, of a real, real, um, well, I think it's a sign of the dynamics of the race here that you're in. Well, and but, but they they yeah. think they can just get away with putting out ads and that right. the ads can, um, you know, push their message. And, and it's so unfortunate in talking to a man uh, of faith, you'll understand this. I, I have a hard time with all the lies that are being said. It's it's frustrating. It infuriates me sometimes, but I'm hoping that people are waking up to that, that somebody can't just run ads that are lies and right. buy an election. I think we've moved beyond that. I think the American people are tired of that. Uh, you yourself, Terry, have had a, a journey uh, in terms of your political uh, affiliations. Uh, tell our audience about that and, and how you changed a number of times to get to where you are today. Actually, I haven't changed that much. That's part of the lie that they're perpetuating. So I'm glad to address it. And I address it all the time because, uh, you know, they're putting out that I used to be a Democrat and I, I was registered Democrat for four years. But when I registered to vote as an 18 year old, uh, President Reagan was just finishing up his second term and I was a complete Reagan Republican and I was so excited to register as a Republican. I was registered as a Republican almost all of my adult life for nearly three decades. But for four years, I registered as a Democrat because I was really turned off by the wars that were being started by George Bush. And they had been going on and on. And I wanted to see somebody who might end those wars. Being a journalist who covered Arizona fairly for 27 years, I covered John McCain. And I knew a little bit too much about John McCain. And I didn't see him as somebody who would go in and try to end the endless wars. And, uh, you know, I, I took a chance with Obama. I was excited to see the first black president. I think a lot of people were. And hoping that we could bring together this country. Unfortunately, I think that President Obama missed that opportunity and did so much to divide this country. And uh, we just didn't have a lot of good leaders to choose from, unfortunately. From President Reagan to the time that uh, President 
uh, Trump came down, and then as candidate Trump came down the escalator, we had a party, a uniparty. The Democrats and Republicans kind of combined together and pushed an agenda that helped the political elite and didn't even take into account the American people. I always remember when President Trump was inaugurated, how he said, you know, today is not about the transfer of power from one party to another as much as it is a transfer of power from Washington to you, the people. And I think that's that's so much the spirit, isn't it, of when yeah, we say- Yeah, I still America get goosebumps. First. I get goosebumps. I, I still get goosebumps when I think about that moment. Yes. Such a great yes. speech. So wonderful. Well, you know, uh, Carrie, one of the key issues, of course, uh, is the protection of life. Uh, I have heard you talk about it. Uh, we've talked about it privately. This whole matter of abortion uh, in America has reached really a boiling point. It's reached a critical point um, with both in the Supreme Court and just in the public debate. Tell us uh, your approach to uh, this fundamental uh, issue and what you hope to be able to do as governor. I am pro-life 100%. Let me change that. I'm pro-life 1,000%. And I think America has come a long way since Roe v. Wade. We've learned so much about how life is formed, how it started with the ultrasounds and sonograms. We now see our babies when they're just so tiny inside of our womb. And this push to brainwash our children and an entire generation of young people to think that the execution the sacrifice, the killing of a baby in the mother's womb is, is in any way healthcare is just outrageous. And we have a lot of work to do to get the message across to our young people. But people are waking up. You know, it wasn't so long ago, Father Frank, that I saw uh, an inter I saw an interview, um, or not an interview, rather some some footage on Twitter of an abortion. And it was just so horrifying. And, and it showed this baby in a bucket that the left would call medical waste. And it was so obviously clear that the life of a child had just been taken. And we can't have that. We, we can't have a society where we don't value life and we don't protect the most vulnerable, vulnerable among us. And so as governor of Arizona, that'll be a top priority. I will make sure that we make sure that we don't have Planned Parenthoods up and running here. This is outrageous what they're doing. They're hurting the women. They're hurting the scared and confused women who come in. They don't know that they have other options and they're not giving them other options. They're giving them only the worst option that they could possibly take. So as governor, I wanna help young women who find themselves pregnant and afraid, not knowing if they can handle what God has placed in front of them. I know they can handle it and I know that they can make the right choice and we'll help them make the right choice, whether it be help them become the great mom that they're set out to be or help find a loving family that will adopt that baby. But we need to help those scared and, and confused women who would normally find themselves walking into a Planned Parenthood. We want them to know you have options, you can keep that baby, you can be a mother, or we can help find somebody who will love that baby. You know, we are recording this. At the time that we're recording this, uh, the Supreme Court has not yet issued the Dobbs decision. It can come down any day. And perhaps when people watch this interview, it will have already uh, come down. But uh, presuming that it goes the way that the leaked uh, opinion indicates, uh, you'll be on the scene as governor at a at a very, very providential moment in the sense that the states will 
through their elected representatives, through their governors, uh, through their people, be able to do more to protect these babies than ever before, uh, thanks to uh, the court removing this obstacle of saying abortion is a constitutional right. So that's particularly exciting uh, uh, for me and for all who support you, that that you'll actually be able to uh, to protect these children in Arizona in a way that hasn't been possible up to now. We have great legislation already on the books. So when this decision comes down, that will uh, kind of click in and we will see older legislation that's already been passed and, and Arizona will not be a state where abortions are happening. We need to protect the life of our most vulnerable. I'm excited to be running and I believe I will win, uh, God willing, and the people of Arizona vote for me. We will make sure that we're protecting the most vulnerable among us and that Arizona will be known as a state that values the life of all people, including our unborn. We view them as Arizonans. We view them as Arizonans and we want the right to uh, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness for all. We're at a time, Father Frank, where we need to start doing the right thing, the, the moral thing. And sometimes you're going to have uh, a, you know people fighting and protesting and angry, but what is the right thing to do? What is the moral thing to do? And we need more leaders who are moral and will do the right thing, not what the polls are telling them to do, not from the pressure of some people who might be out protesting, but the right thing. Well, Carrie Lake, you are one of those leaders. And as I think you know, I have been up and down and across uh, the state of Arizona uh, so many times uh, over the last 30 years uh, doing this work with Priests for Life. I've lost track of the number of times. We've got a lot of supporters in Arizona, and, and we're going to let every one of them know uh, of our support for you. And uh, you. I, uh, I look forward to uh, a great victory uh, for you. The primary, of course, is on August the 2nd. And uh, yes, then, of is. course, the, the general on uh, November the 8th. Where can people connect with you online? That's so nice to ask. CarrieLake.com is where you can find my website. You can find out where I stand on all of the issues there. If you want, you can make a donation. This election is going to be won in the primary, I believe. And I'm running against an opponent right now, Father Frank, who is married to a billionaire and is trying to buy this election. And it's very concerning that she's lying about who she is. She says she's pro-life, but when she was on the Board of Regents, she voted to hire, using taxpayer money, lobbyists to go down to our legislature and fight some of the most meaningful pro-life legislation the state ever passed. And mm. she voted to try to fight that. So people need to look beyond the ads and they're trying to attack me in the ads and they're trying to push that I voted uh, Democrat. A lot of people have voted Democrat before and people are waking up to those lies. We right. need a leader who is going to do big things in this state, not one who's part of the political elite who's going to pull us back into that time when the people had no say. And so I hope people will take it very seriously that we have to get out and vote August 2nd. This election, I believe, will be won in the primary. Well, thank you so much for stepping up to the plate at such a crucial time for America. And uh, we'll be with you all the way, not only in the election, uh, but then uh, looking forward to your service as governor. We will work together and uh, we will we will make America great again, again, and we will keep her great <laughs> and we will save her and uh, from all those who try to destroy her. Thank you, Carrie, for your leadership, for your candidacy, for your service. Thank you so much, Father Frank, and thanks for having me on today. My pleasure. 
Well, friends, again, I am so uh, grateful to uh, Carrie, and uh, it was great to be able to have her on uh, to share her, as you could see, her not only clear thinking, but passion for uh, for America, for uh, for this moment when leadership is so essential and she's ready to lead uh, in the spirit of America first. So we want to remember all your prayer intentions. Uh, please, if you haven't done so already, leave them there in the comments so that we can all pray for one another as we uh, conclude our show, uh, praying for America at this crucial time. Part of the reason why this is a crucial moment, many, many primaries are taking place. More happened this week. More will happen next week and in the weeks to come. And uh, we ask you to uh, go to our political website, ProLifeVote.com, for the information you need, for the tools that you can use uh, for information for your fellow voters, for your pastors, for information about training seminars that we are having online. Uh, You can find it all there at ProLifeVote.com. In these uh, primaries, we want to look for people who have Again, the America first spirit that we were just discussing uh, with uh, Carrie, because it's not enough to have the right positions. One has to have the passion to pursue them. And that's one of the things that President Trump has taught and continues to teach American uh, politicians and really politicians around the world. You, 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 You can't just hold positions. You've got to be a warrior for those positions. And, 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 and you've got to, it's not enough to state things in a theoretical way. You have to find ways to make it happen, ways to make it work. That's one of the keys of President Trump's success is that he found ways to get things accomplished that others had talked about, they had hoped for, uh, they had even promised, but weren't able to pull off. He was able to pull off so many of these things, whether you think about right to try or the uh, the Abraham Accords or moving moving the capital, uh, moving the embassy to uh, uh, Jerusalem over there in Israel. And one thing after another that had been talked about, worked for, and even promised by past administrations, and he was able to actually make it happen. Uh, not to mention the security of our country, the military uh, strengthening of our nation, the border, the the uh, fair trade deals are standing on the world stage, uh, and of course, the right to life itself, tremendous progress for the unborn. We give thanks for all of that, and we want to look for those qualities in the candidates in these midterm elections and in these primaries. Again, not enough to have the right positions. Are you going to fight for them with passion? And do you have the practical skill and resolve to actually get things done? Those are the kind of leaders that we need. So let's pray. Let's join all your prayers uh, together and let's pray for these intentions for America. Father, we, we look upon our nation and we want to look upon our nation, Lord, with your eyes, from your perspective. We ask you for the right kinds of leaders because, Lord, authority has been established by you. Your word tells us that civic leaders are ministers of God. They are your servants. They are meant to be our servants. And we ask you that in in these primaries, uh, the voters will, will choose rightly, choose in a way that puts America first and keeps America first 
and keeps your kingdom, O God, first above all. We ask you for this blessing. We ask you for your blessing upon the candidates, including Carrie Lake, whom we have spoken to today. And we sum up all our prayers and praises in offering the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Well, thanks, brothers and sisters, for joining us. Connect with me on social media at FR Frank Pavone. With Right Side Broadcasting at RSB Network. And let's stay together, let's stay encouraged, and let's continue to spread the word about this program. Invite others on to watch as well, so that together we can pray for America and make America great again. God bless you all. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.